Coming up on 5-Minute News. US, UK and Canada say Russia is hacking virus vaccine trials. US Secretary of State rewrites human rights definition. And Greta Thunberg, world must tear up old contracts to save climate. It's Friday, July 17. I'm Anthony Davis. Western governments accused hackers believed to be part of Russian intelligence of trying to steal valuable private information about a coronavirus vaccine on Thursday, calling out the Kremlin in an unusually detailed public warning to scientists and medical companies. The alleged culprit is a familiar foe. Intelligence agencies in the United States, United Kingdom and Canada allege the hacking group APT29, also known as Cozy Bear, and blamed for American election interference four years ago, is attacking academic and pharmaceutical research institutions involved in COVID-19 vaccine development. The allegation that hackers linked to a foreign government are attempting to siphon secret medical research during the pandemic is not entirely new. US officials as recently as Thursday have accused China of virtually identical conduct. But the latest public warning was startling for the detail it provided, attributing the targeting by name to a particular hacking group and specifying the software vulnerabilities the hackers have been exploiting. Also, Russian cyber attacks strike a particular nerve in the US, given the Kremlin's sophisticated campaign to influence the 2016 presidential election. Russian President Vladimir Putin's spokesman Dmitry Peskov rejected the accusation, saying, We don't have information about who may have hacked pharmaceutical companies and research centres in Britain. The persistent attacks are seen as an effort to steal intellectual property rather than to disrupt research. The accusations come at a tenuous time for relations between Russia and both the US and UK. Besides political ill will, the Trump administration is under pressure to confront Russia over intelligence information that Moscow offered bounties to Taliban fighters to attack Allied fighters, as well as interference with the upcoming November election. So far, Trump has remained silent. U.S. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo has sought to redefine the U.S. approach to human rights by giving preference to private property and religious freedom as the foremost unalienable rights laid down by America's founding fathers. Pompeo, launching a draft report by a commission on unalienable rights he established a year ago, also claimed that a proliferation of human rights asserted by different US and international institutions had the effect of diluting those rights he viewed as the most important. Many are worth defending in light of our founding, others aren't, Pompeo said at a launch ceremony in Philadelphia. He did not specify which rights he thought were superfluous, but the State Department during his tenure has been aggressive in opposing references to reproductive and gender rights in UN and other multilateral documents. The State Department's presentation was quickly criticised by human rights activists for seeking to establish a hierarchy of human rights, in which some were more important than others. 
The Trump administration's own human rights record has come under scrutiny for its policy of separating immigrant children from their parents and holding them in cages, and its response to nationwide protests driven by anger over police treatment of black Americans. As protests continued in Portland, Oregon yesterday, unidentified militarized federal agents continued their intimidatory policing, kidnapping American protesters in rented civilian vehicles without the explicit approval of the mayor, the state, or local municipalities. Pompeo acknowledged historical U.S. failings, including slavery and the dispossession of Native Americans, but he argued that those wrongs had been remedied and was scornful of those who argued that they represented enduring flaws. Human rights groups were critical of the attempts to give preference to some rights at the expense of others. Tara Demant, a director of the Gender, Sexuality and Identity Program at Amnesty International USA, said the US State Department's efforts to cherry-pick rights in order to deny some their human rights is a dangerous political stunt that could spark a race to the bottom by human rights abusing governments around the world. Swedish activist Greta Thunberg said on Thursday the world needed an economic overhaul to have a chance of beating climate change and that countries should be prepared to tear up old deals and contracts to meet green targets. The 17-year-old and other activists sent an open letter to European leaders urging them to take emergency action and saying people in power had practically given up on searching for a real solution. We need to see it as, above all, an existential crisis. And as long as it's not being treated as a crisis, it won't change a thing, Thunberg said. Demands in the letter, released before today's European Council summit, included an immediate halt to all investments in fossil fuel exploration and extraction. It urged European governments to back calls for the Hague-based International Criminal Court to adopt a new crime of ecocide to prosecute people responsible for large-scale destruction of the natural world. The letter also called for climate policies to be designed to protect workers and the most vulnerable and reduce economic, racial and gender inequalities, as well as moves to safeguard and protect democracy. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app. Ask your smart speaker or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Visit us online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an independent production covering politics, inequality, health and climate. Delivering unbiased, verified and truthful world news daily. I'm Ken Harbaugh, host of Burn the Boats from Evergreen Podcasts. I interview political leaders and influencers, folks like award-winning journalist Soledad O'Brien and conservative columnist Bill Kristol about the choices they confront when failure is not an option. I won't agree with everyone I talk to, but I respect anyone who believes in something enough to risk everything for it. Because history belongs to those willing to burn the boats. Episodes are out every other week wherever you get your podcasts.